Hi there, I'm Lane and this is Property Explain. These are my words and now I'm going to read them to you. Episode 26, Apartments. Are they a good investment? Apartments don't grow in value as quickly as houses or townhouses. But where apartments fall short in growth, they can sometimes make up for with their higher than average yields, generally speaking. So with this in mind, are apartments a good investment? In this article, you'll learn what an apartment is and how they stack up as an investment property. So let's get into it. Apartments versus townhouses versus houses. What's the difference? Well, with apartments, you typically have neighbours on all sides of your unit, next to, above and below you. And this is a key difference to other property types because while apartment buildings can be large or small or any size they want to be, there are always multiple units stacked on top of one another. Most apartments also share common areas such as an underground car park, a lobby, courtyards, and this may also include a shared elevator or even amenities such as a pool or a gym. And because there are shared spaces, apartments also have a body corporate, which is an entity that governs the building. And a committee is typically elected from the owners of all the units and each owner pays a share of the maintenance. Some owners pay more than others depending on the type of apartment that they own. Now, not all apartments are born the same. There tends to be three main types in New Zealand. Number one is the standard apartment. This is the most common apartment and it's probably the one that you're thinking of. The single unit within a building that contains many units. There will likely be other units on the same floor as you and you may use an elevator to get to your floor. Number two is walk-ups. Walk-ups are a fancy way of saying an apartment with no lift and they are most commonly found in New York. But because there isn't a lift, these apartment blocks tend to have fewer floors. Thank goodness for the people who live there. And as well as this, instead of a bunch of separate units being housed on the same floor, your apartment will usually have the whole floor all to itself. So yes, walk-ups still have people above or below, but generally there is no shared elevator. This means you walk up the stairs to your apartment, hence the name. Walk-ups were a feature in the Hobsonville Point development in Auckland. Number three is jewel keys. Jewel keys are a type of multi-income property. Instead of being one single unit, a jewel key has two separate but adjoining units held under one legal title. So from a tenant or a home buyer's perspective, the two apartments feel separate, but legally they are the same property. Again, this type of apartment is a new concept in New Zealand, but is well established in some Asian countries. In the article that you're listening to, I've included a floor plan example from a development in Ellerslie, Auckland. It shows that the size of the jewel key apartment is the same as a standard two-bedroom apartment, so about 75 square metres. However, the space is configured as a one-bedroom and a studio. So for a property investor, that means the two units can be rented separately to two different households under separate tenancy agreements. This means you can have two sources of income, which maximises your rental yield. For instance, in Safari Group's development in Ellerslie, the dual-key rent was expected to be $515 for the one-bedroom and $480 for the studio. That's $995 of income per week. And based on the purchase price of $915,000, the property would generate a 5.7% gross yield. That's pretty good. From the tenant's perspective, apart from a shared entranceway, the two units are totally separate. Okay, so where are the apartments being built? So for people apartment hunting, you're going to find the choices are slightly more limited than if you were, say, looking for another property type. According to StatsNZ, only 8.4% of all dwellings consented in a year were apartments, and this is for the year April 2021 to March 2022. Compare this to townhouses, which make up 36% of the total residential dwelling consents. Or put another way, for every apartment being built, there are four townhouses built in its place. 
this means there is more choice in the market for investors wanting to purchase new build townhouses. And generally speaking, apartments tend to be built in the middle of major cities. Again, in that same year, 89% of consented apartments were in the Auckland or Wellington regions. So if you're planning to buy a new build apartment, most of your options will be in these two areas as well. Now, are apartments growth or yield properties? Because apartments are generally thought of as a yield-based investment as opposed to a growth-based investment. This means that they earn higher income, on average, but they grow in value more slowly. Now that doesn't mean that they don't increase in value at all, they do, just at a slower rate. In the capital growth race between townhouses, houses and apartments, data has shown that apartments gained significantly less capital growth over the long term. In the article that you're listening to, there is a graph comparing the average annual capital growth of townhouses and houses compared to apartments over a 10-year period. Between 1992 and 2021, townhouses and houses had substantially higher long-term capital growth than apartments in every single period looked at, and this carried across all the major centres. However, in Wellington, the long-term capital growth rate for apartments was actually higher for a short time during the early 2000s, but that didn't last long-term. There's a graph for that in the article too. What this confirms is that apartments really do increase at a slower rate than other property types. Yet, despite their low growth potential, some apartments partly compensate by providing higher rental returns, but these tend to be the dual keys that I mentioned earlier. For example, if you own a townhouse that is negatively geared by $100 a week, you might buy a dual key apartment that earns $100 a week. This way, the yield property pays for the growth property's contributions. However, not all apartments are high yielding. For instance, high-end luxury apartments are typically both low yield and low growth. But these are often priced in the $1.5 million range and sometimes well into the $2 million bracket. And while these apartments might be good for older Kiwis who are planning to downsize, they typically make very poor investment properties. Now this doesn't mean that luxury apartments are bad properties, it just means that for investments they aren't the best option for your money. So now let's talk about cost. Obviously apartments range in price and price depends on the specs, so how nice a property is, and the location. Here are a few examples to give you a rough idea of what investors were currently paying at the time of writing. Number one, a standard apartment. Safari Group, a developer who builds apartments in Auckland and Wellington and Queenstown, were in the process of building The Residences which is an apartment block in Ellerslie, Auckland. This development had a mix of studio, one-bed, two-bed and jockey apartments built over the Ramada Hotel. But the units went for sale in 2021 and the development is due to be completed in 2023. Prices began at $430,000 for a studio apartment, that's without a car park. A one-bedroom apartment with a car park was $715,000 and a two-bedroom apartment was $850k. So second is the jockey apartments. Now, as we've established, dual-key apartments tend to be more expensive. In the same Safari Group development, dual-key apartments started at $915,000 and went all the way up to $990,000. In another Safari Group development in Gillies Ave Newmarket, the dual-keys went for between $1.1 million and $1.3 million. Number three is luxury apartment. Give you a sense of how much one of these apartments costs, developers' edifice. We're currently building a 53-unit block in Auckland's Browns Bay. The two-bedroom apartments start from 929000 The three-bedroom apartments start from $1.5 million, And their most expensive penthouse apartment will set you back a cool $2.695 million. So sure, 
While Opus recommends some edifice properties to investors, these types of apartments would not pass our investment criteria. Sure, I hear you. The dual key prices I mentioned in the earlier paragraph had prices around the same mark. But the dual key apartments are a bit of an anomaly because of its two titles, which means that you can get two separate rental checks for the price of one title. This leads us to the pros and cons section because there are pros and cons for property investors wanting to purchase an apartment. I'll start with the pros first. Pro number one, they can be higher yielding. As I've established, apartments aren't generally considered growth properties. But that's okay because what they don't offer in growth, they can often partially make up for with their higher than average yields. In property investment, there is often a trade-off between one or the other anyway, regardless of what you're purchasing. Pro number two, low maintenance. Apartments have the benefit of needing minimal direct maintenance from the investor. That's because they are subject to the body corporate rules and levies. This means that everyone in the building or complex shares the cost of insurance, maintenance and upkeep. So all apartment owners are members of the body corporate and pay different amounts depending on the size of the apartments, the car park that they have and the sorts of amenities that are within that building. And so these varying figures are set by a registered valuer before the build even begins who takes into consideration the value and size of each unit compared to another. And while this is an added expense, it means investors can be reassured that any issues within the building will be taken care of by the already paid for body corporate fees. This means less stress when unplanned issues arrive. Pro number three is they can be an essential city. Apartments are often located in convenient places such as town centres and are easy to find tenants for. For instance, the Auckland apartments in Newmarket and Ellerslie are surrounded by dozens of businesses, shops and public transport, all factors that make them attractive places to live for young working professionals. Most properties on Safari Group's price list are similar to the average house price in the suburb, which makes them a relatively affordable entry point into the Auckland market, as well as being situated in a very central location. But apartments have their drawbacks too. Con number one is lower growth. These properties are geared for yield, which means the capital growth is slower than other properties. This means that these apartments are probably not the right fit for investors who are specifically looking for a high growth element for their portfolio. Con number two, they can be low yield too. So generally speaking, apartments are high yielding, but this isn't true for all. As I've discussed earlier, this includes luxury apartments that sit at the much higher end of the price range. And while this may be a good option for an owner-occupier to live in or for a retiree looking to downsize, the rental return is unlikely to be worth it for an investor. Con number three, difficult to renovate in the future. A body corporate also sets rules for the overall building, so you will need to get permission to make any renovations to your unit. Apartments also tend to have relatively compact floor plans, so there is little room to reconfigure the apartment in the future. And this lack of control may limit the amount of potential that you could get out of your property and could eliminate a renovations-based strategy. Con number four, body corporates can be expensive. Generally, body corporate fees should range from two and a half grand to four and a half grand annually, depending on what's included. However, sometimes the body corporate fees can be substantially higher than this. And this is especially true for some complexes that have elevators, pools, and gyms. So if these nice-to-haves are within the building, expect to pay a little more. If they're not, expect to pay a bit less. And similarly, some older buildings require more maintenance. That's why they often have a sinking fund, also known as a long-term maintenance fund. And this covers long-term expensive costs. But if you're buying in an older building that has not had a sinking fund in place for long, you could find that you'll pay an extra five grand per year in body corporate fees. All things considered, apartments can be a good investment for some investors, 
but they aren't going to be the right fit for everybody. Apartments can be a more affordable entry point into the market for first-time investors, and their location in the city centres can mean successfully buying in an area that you might otherwise be locked out of. So this can make them an option for first-time buyers or investors on a limited budget. And while apartments aren't generally considered growth properties, they can partially make up for it in higher yields. And this can make them a good fit for investors who are nearing retirement and want to earn a passive income from their properties. They can also be a good fit for investors wanting to complete a wealth wheel, but they aren't built everywhere. For example, if you are looking to invest outside Auckland or Wellington, it is unlikely that an apartment will be the right fit for you. So after all that, why invest in an apartment? Well, ultimately, whether or not an apartment is a good investment comes down to the numbers and deciding whether or not it's a good investment for your portfolio. That's why here at Opez we work with 97 developers from all around New Zealand to find the right properties for Kiwi investors. And then once we find them, we rigorously run the numbers to offer good investment properties to our investors. This means considering the apartment in an assessment of the location, the neighbourhood, the price, the rental capacity and the developer. If you want to find out more, get in touch with us. Good luck.